Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues announced this morning that Jordan Cairo signed a eight-year, $65 million contract extension. I'm going to be breaking down his career up until this point, talking about the contract and talking about what the future might hold for the young superstar Jordan Cairo. Really exciting episode. Biggest blues news we've had in a while. I'm psyched. I can't wait for you guys to go through this with me. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman. As always, if this is your first time here, welcome to the show. We are on YouTube as well. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, Lockdown Blues on YouTube, you can follow my Twitter at Josh Hyman. I've been doing this show for a while, or at Josh Hyman NHL, I should say. I've been doing this show for a while, so lots of stuff in the backlog. But anyways, thank you. For anyone out there making Lockdown Blues your first listen, making us part of your daily routine, because podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms. Now let's jump into it. News broke earlier today that a Jordan Cairo extension was nearing completion. You know, there was talks last week about um, the Jordan Cairo extension being in the works, but we didn't get too much of an idea of what it was going to be. Uh, I speculated that it was going to be a little bit around what Tage Thompson got, a little bit over $7 million. News came out earlier this morning that it was looking like it was going to be a little bit closer to Robert Thomas's $8.125 million contract. And news broke that, yes, that is exactly what Jordan Cairo got. So Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo have been buddies for a while. They played on the World Juniors team together, and now they are both going to become the highest paid players in Blues history, both of them signing an eight-year, $65 million deal, which rounds to $8.125 million per year for each of those two guys. I am psyched. So let's 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 lay it out. So segment one, I'm going to be kind of talking about Jordan Cairo's career up until this point, you know, what he's accomplished, all that sort of thing. Segment two, I'm going to be just talking about the contract from a money standpoint, you know, what it means for the future of the Blues. And then segment three, I'm going to get into what I think Jordan Cairo's potential might be, whether or not the contract is an overpay, all that fun stuff. So let's get into it. So it all started when the St. Louis Blues had a goalie by the name of Brian Elliott. Now, a lot of you guys hopefully remember Brian Elliott, if, if maybe if not, if you're a newer fan. But Brian Elliott, you know, had a spectacular season for the St. Louis Blues way back when. Uh, was one of the more more respected goalies in the league. Had that um, that one A one B situation with Jake Allen, and then draft night, the St. Louis Blues announced that they are trading Brian Elliott. I want to say it was to the Calgary Flames. I'm pretty sure it was uh, for a second round pick. And at the time, I was like, "Dang, all you could get is a pick for Brian Elliott, your starter goalie." And, you know, I was a little disappointed there. And the Blues go on and they pick with the 35th overall pick, Jordan. Kairu. I look him up. I'm like, dang, this kid looks pretty good. He's got good stats and juniors. Sure enough, the year after they draft him, Jordan Kairu has an absolutely incredible year in juniors. Um, in 2018-2019, the year that the St. Louis Blues won the cup, he played 16 games, had three points. You know, You could tell the potential was there. He was a speedy player. He was a quick player. 
Uh, he ended up getting called up to the uh, the Black Aces, the taxi squad for the cup final. So he was a part of the celebration. He saw the run, all that stuff. Uh, next year, 2019-20, he played in 28 games for the St. Louis Blues, scoring four goals and five assists for nine points. Again, you could see the potential was there. He wasn't an everyday player quite yet, but you could tell that there was something there for Jordan Cairo. And then in year three, his first kind of full season, you could argue, 2020-2021, he played in 55 games, had 14 goals and 21 assists for 35 points. Um, he started out the season on an absolute tear that year. He was close to point per game, and then he definitely slowed down in the second half of the season. Um, but you could tell that there was there was some star potential in Jordan Cairo. And then last season happened, 2021-2022. Where do you begin? Jordan Cairo once again starts out the season on fire, but he continues that torrid pace. He earns himself an all-star game appearance at the young age of 23. One of the youngest all-stars in recent memory for the St. Louis Blues. Um, you know, he, he had a wonderful weekend at All-Star Weekend. He beat out Connor McDavid for the fastest skater. So got a lot of people talking there. Um, had plenty of iconic goals and goal celebrations that are, you know, all over Twitter and stuff. He instantly became a fan favorite. Uh, he's so dynamic. He's so fun to watch. He's so speedy. He's so skilled. The list goes on and on. He's one of my favorite players to watch, if not my favorite player to watch on the St. Louis Blues right now. Uh, and I was I was anxious for them to get an extension done. And. Um, when Robert Thomas signed his extension, I think the next logical conclusion was, all right, Jordan Cairo is next. Um, and talks were quiet for a few weeks there. Uh, didn't hear too much. And then last week, like I said, uh, news came out that, a, or maybe it was like two weeks ago, whatever, that an extension was in the works between Saint, the St. Louis Blues and Jordan Cairo and that talks were going well. And then, of course, you know, that brings us up to right now. News breaks that Jordan Cairo signs an eight-year, $65 million extension, the exact same contract as his buddy Robert Thomas. I'm sure that was um, part of the plan in giving Robert Thomas that contract that Jordan Cairo was going to want about the same thing. Um, I mistakenly speculated that he would get a little bit less because he's a winger, but I'm just going to say this here before we jump into the second segment that I am a huge fan of this contract. Uh, obviously, it's a gamble in the sense that you have to assume that he's going to continue to progress and continue to grow, but I don't see any reason why he won't, and I think he will be absolutely worth the money. That being said, I'm going to head into our first ad break, tell you guys about the sponsor of today's video, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens has this great product that I swear by, and it's called AG1. What it is, it's a scoop of um, supplements that you put into your water in the morning, and it makes you feel better about yourself. It's it's nutritious. You're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those incredibly important things. Now, I just graduated college, but when I was in college, one of the biggest issues for me was just fitting in three meals a day you know I've, i have a 10 a.m class realistically i'm rolling out of bed at you know five minutes before i have to leave and as much as i want to cook myself bacon and eggs and all that stuff i just don't have time every morning but i started using ag1 and i felt so much better throughout the day it's good for you it tastes good and plus there's a lot to like about ag1 besides just the product athletic greens is a climate neutral certified company in 2020 ag purchased carbon credits that support uh, projects protecting old growth rainforests and for every per every single purchase 
Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Hungry, here in the United States. So if you go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network and you make a purchase, you'll be helping out donating to a good cause as well. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That being said, we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so let's talk about the contract. A lot of debate regarding is it an overpay, is it a good deal, whatever. Let's just break it down. So Robert Thomas gets an eight-year uh, deal for $8.125 million per year. Jordan Cairo's agent walks into the, into the negotiating room and says, look, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, they're players with similar roles, similar productions. They both were right around point per game this last year. We think Jordan deserves exactly what Robert got. Maybe that wasn't as smooth as that. I'm sure there was a little bit more negotiating involved there. Um, maybe, you know, that was the Blues idea. Like I said, maybe they signed that Robert Thomas deal with full knowledge that they were planning on giving Jordan Cairo the exact same thing, which honestly would make a lot of sense. Um, and so here we are, you know, eight years, $65 million, uh, $8.125 million a year. Jordan Cairo will join Robert Thomas as the highest paid players in St. Louis Blues history. Uh, but still, you know, you look around the league, you look at some other big contracts, guys making over $10 million, over $9 million, and you say, you know what, 8.125, that's not that big of a deal, especially considering um, the cap will most likely jump up pretty significantly in the next year or two. Um, so let's just talk about what it means for Jordan Cairo. My argument uh, when I projected he was going to get a little bit less than Robert Thomas was because he wasn't a center, somewhat of a less valuable position, whatever. But all that really was was a difference of a couple hundred thousand dollars. You know, whether Jordan Cairo makes seven million or eight million, that is not going to be the difference maker of whether or not it's a good or bad contract. You're never going to look at that that extra million and say, "Oh man, if." Only we gave Jordan Cairo $7 million instead of $8 million, then we would have been able to sign this guy and win the Stanley Cup. That's just not a likely scenario. Um, the difference at the end of the day is negligible. And like I said, you know, them signing Robert Thomas to that recent contract kind of made it really easy for Jordan Cairo's team to negotiate and argue for the same exact thing. And obviously that's what happened. You know, there's no coincidence that both him and Thomas um, got the exact same dollar amount, you know, to the penny. Uh, on their contract you know it makes a lot of sense um, from that aspect so you never were going to get him for less in that argument like I don't think the Blues were like oh yeah just take the same deal as Thomas we don't care um, obviously there was negotiating or whatever but at the end of the day you know you wouldn't want to let him walk over a million dollars or whatever it, it might have been you know if you think he should have gotten only seven million like Tage Thompson did that was my comparable then fine you know go die on that hill if you're really that passionate about it uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a good contract. There are still a lot of guys in the league that have shown less potential than Jordan Cairo that are making more money than Jordan Cairo. Um, look at the Toronto Maple Leafs as a prime example. They're paying a lot of their forwards a heck of a lot of money. Uh, and they're still, you know, making the playoffs and competing every single year. So it's not a death sentence. You know, you pay your good young players a lot of money. Now, has Jordan Cairo only had one full season where he's produced at a point per game level? Yes. But has Jordan Cairo shown the potential since his days in juniors? Also, yes. Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo were extremely high on my watch list before they even 
put a Blues jersey on, you know, be, besides draft night. Uh, I watched their junior careers, uh, specifically Jordan Kairos. He was so electric in juniors. He put up a ton of points um, with Sarnia. And I knew right then and there that I, that this kid was going to be special. Um, and he comes up on the team. And even though, you know, right away he doesn't produce that much, you could tell he had the tools. Uh, I saw comparisons that that his skating was second to only Connor McDavid's. And this was before he even joined the NHL. I don't remember which uh, article that was or which scout that was, but I saw an article that compared his skating to that of Connor McDavid's while he was still in juniors. And we saw that firsthand um, with him winning the fastest skater at the all-star game, beating out Connor McDavid as well as many other talented skaters. And that's not a fluke. You know, he's got a gift. He has something that you can't teach and something that is maybe arguably the most valuable asset in the way that today's game is progressing, and that is speed. You can't teach speed, and speed is so important. There have been so many goals we've seen out of Jordan Cairo where he just just gets the puck in the defensive zone or the neutral zone and uses his speed to catch the opponents off guard and really turn nothing into something, highlight real goals left and right. Um, He is a very, very valuable player, and he is the mold for a successful player in today's NHL you know yeah he lacks a little bit defensively but as you know teams have proven you don't need every forward to be a two-way forward um that's something that the Blues had a lot of success with in 2019 you know they really emphasize forwards playing in the defensive end as well as the offensive end but if you have a guy that's as talented as Jordan Cairo and is as quick as Jordan Cairo it doesn't matter how bad he is defensively because a majority of the time he's out there the puck's going to be in the offensive zone um, obviously he's had his problems with turnovers and stuff like that. And Bruby has cut back on his minutes at times, but the fact that the front office is willing to give Jordan Cairo, uh, as much money as they gave Robert Thomas shows that they have high hopes for him. I believe the words, uh, spoken by the front office after Robert Thomas signed was something along the lines of, yeah, he's a guy that we anticipate building our franchise around a face of the franchise. When you give that much money to someone, you expect them to be the face of your franchise. And, you could take those exact same words and apply it to Jordan Cairo. The front office is very, very high on him, as they should be, and I expect him to have a bit of a longer leash next season uh, now that he has that contract extension signed and now that they know that they're committing all this money to him. They're going to give him room to grow. They're going to let him work through those growing pains of figuring things out when he's not scoring quite as much, um, when you know when he's not uh, producing as much. He's got to work on you know being more consistent. Even when he's not putting the points up, he still has to you know not turn the puck over, not try to force passes, not try to force dekes at the blue line, all those things. And he's still a young player. Uh, there's no reason to believe why he won't work those those issues out and become an even better superstar player for the St. Louis Blues. I am really really excited to see what him and Robert Thomas can do together. Uh, over these over this next practically decade so in this third and final segment i'm going to be talking about what this next decade might look like with robert thomas and jordan cairo being the two players the st louis blues build around make sure you stay tuned we'll be right back all right so Both Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo are signed into the 2030s, which doesn't even feel like a real year, but yet it is. So we got to talk about what this next decade could look like building around those two guys. And the biggest thing that sticks out to me is that neither of them really fit the mold of Blues hockey over the last decade. You know, Blues hockey over the last decade has been Vladimir Tarasenko, Ryan O'Reilly at the tail end, 
uh, David Backus, David Perron, big physical two-way guys who can, you know, produce offensively. I guess Tarasenko is not so much of a defensive player, but he's big, he's physical. Um, excuse me, not the fastest guy out there. Uh, and they focused on, like, you know, like I said, size and aggression and defense. But now you look at Robert Thomas and you look at Jordan Cairo and you say, these guys are skilled. You know, yeah, Robert Thomas is, is pretty decent defensively. He's good in, at the faceoff dot, and he's he's a big guy, you know. Uh, he, he somewhat fits that mold, but the number one thing that sticks out about those two guys is skill, and it makes me really happy to see that the Blues are willing to shift their identity into that speed-skill uh, game that is taking the NHL by storm. And the last two off-seasons, I had basically said, oh, the Blues are going to be a hybrid team where they focus on speed and skill, but also that physicality. And the fact that they're signing Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo to these big extensions shows that they might be starting that shift of making themselves more of a speed and skill team and less of a defensive-minded team. And that's something that really excites me. You know, It makes it more fun to watch, makes it more exciting, all that stuff. Uh, and I think it's how you win in today's NHL. Look at the Colorado Avalanche. They are so fast and so skilled. It's an, it's an onslaught. It really feels like you're watching an all-star team when they play. Obviously, they have their physical players, their defenders, and they still can grind you down and play you hard. But at the end of the day, Colorado will beat you with their skill. And a lot of teams that are having a lot of success are following that same pattern. The Tampa Bay Lightning are an incredibly skilled team. Obviously, you know, they have the best defenseman in the world in Victor Hedman, uh, maybe second best to Kale McCarr. But that's a perfect example, honestly. Kale McCarr, he, he might be the best defenseman in the world. And what is his number one aspect? His skill and his speed. Yeah, he's decent enough defensively, but. We're in a world where if you if you can skate your butt off and you can you can be impossible to get the puck off your stick, you're gonna be a really really uh, viable player in this league, and we're seeing that. And the Blues are recognizing that, and they're signing these guys before it's too late. You know, if Jordan Cairo goes out there this season and continues to improve and puts up 90 points, he would want even more than eight million dollars. So I am completely on board with this contract. I think these next 10 years or eight years are going to be very, very interesting in the sense that how do you build a team around Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas? Because, and we won't get into this today, the Blues have a lot of money committed for about half of a roster uh, for this next offseason. So I have a feeling that not this season, but the season after, the St. Louis Blues are going to look very, very different. And that's because they have two new main core members in Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. And I'm really excited to see what Doug Armstrong cooks up, you know, building around those two guys uh, a skilled two-way playmaking center and a speedy, skilled, uh, exciting to watch forward. Those are two pieces that any team would want to start a, not a rebuild with, but a retool. You know, the core is getting up there in age. You got a lot of contracts coming off the books next offseason. You got some decisions to make. And having those two core pieces in place is a spectacular starting point for a new look Blues team. I'm really, really excited to see what they can do. That being said, that is all the time I have for today's episode, but I do have some big news in the sense that there are a lot of crossover episodes coming. I'm recording two episodes with Seth from Locked on Wild tomorrow night, so I'm not sure if those episodes are going to be coming out tomorrow or maybe both on Thursday. I'll, I'll figure it out. Just stay tuned for those. I know you guys like the crossover episodes. I love filming them. Um, I'm also filming one with Locked On Blackhawks later this week and another one with Locked On Stars in the future as well. So three different crossover episodes equating to at least four episodes in total. Uh, lots of lots of content. You guys can hear some of the other great voices in the Locked On network, not just myself. You know, I've been doing this on my own for a few months now. I'm really excited to get someone else back in here and bounce my ideas off of them and 
have you guys be able to listen to them and stuff as well. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you guys enjoy those episodes. Definitely stay tuned for those. Follow me on Twitter or follow Lockdown Blues on Twitter, I should say, uh, to stay up to date with when those episodes come out. I'll be posting about it there and all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. You can also follow Lockdown Blues on all of our other various socials. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Subscribe to the Lockdown Blues YouTube channel. We're getting close to 500. I want to do something special for that, like I've been saying. Uh, that being said, though, that is all the time I have for today's episode. So thank you all so very much for listening. Hope you're having a great week. And as always, let's go Blues.